Matthew, why ties? Uh, ties are probably the best way to show a little bit of personality. Uh, Donald Trump shows his personality with a very boring, solid tie. I like patterns. I like bold colors. I like to show that I'm not a very boring, dull person. Through knots. Through knots. <laughs> well, through, through knots, through the tie itself, and each tie will actually dictate kind of what kind of knot it wants. Let's talk about, you know, what you could show someone a little bit about, you know, maybe expressing yourself through maybe an avenue they didn't consider before with a necktie. Okay. Um, so once you've, once you, the rules are, tie-tie is, uh, it ties together your outfit. So you want um, a little bit of the jacket, a little bit of the shirt. So there's the most important part. Um, the other is um, top of the belt for where it's going to be tied. If you're going to leave it... Uh, the experts say never leave, never loosen up a tie and undo the, the button um, and leave it dangling. It'll make you look like a drunk. Uh, <laughs> uh, I do it all the time. And it's, it's, honestly, with a bow tie, I actually learned how to tie a bow tie so that I could have that um, a drunken, the, well, the drunken sloppy. lounge act. Yep. act. So cigar in one hand, scotch in the other, bow tie undone, looking pretty good. In my mind, uh, yeah, it's a <laughs> Dean Martin kind of okay. age for those people who, that remember him. Um, so when you're do, when you're doing it, don't think too much about it. And when we start thinking too much, it's it's a horrible thing, and it looks very formulaic. Um, a dimple is always a good thing, and it's the the little piece underneath the knot. You've got a good dimple, actually. Oh, thank um, you. So a, a dimple underneath the knot, so that it shows off. But if you're part of the military, they actually make fun of that, and really? they want it to be very solid and very secured. Um, one of my favorite things to do with people that try too hard is uh, tie tying competitions. And I say, if you can tie the tie faster than me, then um, I will buy the bar round of, of drinks. If you can, if you can beat me, <laughs> I will. I will. It's, I will expect you to do the same. So you have party tricks. I do with your ties. And so I can. My thing is, is, I can tie a tie on the table, and I can do it in seconds. And I've, I've done that challenge a few times, and I have never lost. You're undefeated. I am undefeated with the speed. Now, so wait, you lay the tie on the table. Describe that. Um, well, okay, you that. can you can find this on YouTube from some other people. Uh, but the tie is laid down on the table, uh, seam side up. Um, I'm right-handed, so the wide end is on the right side. You twist that in towards you, so there's a little cornucopia coming up towards you, okay. and you do the opposite with the other end. You grab it with uh, your right hand, the side that the narrower side, one twist into the hole of the bigger end, hold on to the um, to the knot, one part of the knot, and you force the the tip of the small end. And it's through, all laying on the table. And it's all laying on the table, and it looks like a magic trick, but it's um, basically a bowling um, for those people that know how to do knots. Okay. I couldn't get a knot tying badge when I was in Cub Scouts for the one or two years that I managed to get through that. Um, 
because it held no interest to me. Well, look there, at you now. <laughs> well, there's no tie tying badge, but not. But there's a knot tying not badge. Tying one, yeah. And I mean, I was a young young guy, and there's a lot of different knots. But I, I wasn't using it for anything. There was right. no use Purpose. for me exactly, and so I didn't bother learning. I I'd do it a little couple times, and then I would always forget. But with the necktie, there's always a reason, and it's to end up looking finished and and proper. Yeah. Um, I guess proper is the wrong way because I I am far from proper in. Um, a lot of what I do. Mm-hmm. I do cry and break a lot of the fashion rules. Um, there's certain ones that I that I like to stick with, but yeah, the tie is supposed to be fun. So what was the catalyst for going from, oh, I can't, I don't see the point of these knots to like, wait a minute. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I'm also one of these people that I like a challenge. Um, so when I started to learn some of the newer, sillier knots, I had someone come into my store and said... So, so pause there for a second. What, uh, so a traditional, I guess you're talking about your Windsors. Uh, yeah, your, it's very, um, it's, there's no extra little lines. Um, my mother calls the way that I tie my ties, they look backwards. Um, <laughs> inside out? Inside out. Okay. And uh, so it's, but yeah, the, the Windsor knot is a very traditional, the Pratt knot, um, things like that, that just have that... Nice, clean, simple lines. Triangle look that matches yep. your collar. Exactly. Okay. Um, so for this, it's supposed to, uh, I, I had someone come into my store and they said, oh, we saw this on Pinterest. Okay. And I'm, I'm not a big Pinterest person. So, um, and I, at this point, I wasn't really doing any fun tie knots. And they said, can you do this? Can you show me how to do this? And I said, all right, I've never done this, but can you give me a couple minutes? And so I fiddled with it and showed, and then was able to show them how to do that. And because I like a challenge and I don't like to have anything. I had an old friend that he used to say, if you ask me for something in my bar, I want to have this. And I want to be able to give this to you or else they'll be embarrassed. Right. I want to be able to do the same thing with a, a, a tie. You ask me how you want, how, what kind of a knot you want, I should be able to show you how to do it. And so that's what I've done. You actually do this for a living. It's part of your career. So how did you get there? I started, one of my friends was a manager of a, of a, of a men's wear store, and they needed Christmas help, and I had a little bit of extra time because at that point I was uh, in university. And so I went to start mm, just doing Christmas help, and it went from there. So... I'm now full-time at the clothing store, and I substitute part-time. How did you begin this journey to, you know, um, expressing yourself, what's on your neck? So, uh, about 2005, um, I, I kind of started playing with fun things. 2005, there was a group of very skinny models, male models, who loved to, to wear this kind of retro look, which was a very short tie. Um, How short are we talking here? We are talking, well, the end of the tie goes to about a little bit over top of the nipples. Oh, just like sternum, like right yep. in the middle. Okay. And so I'm a, a short, um, stubby man. <laughs> and um, so I said, nah, if they're doing it, uh, I'm going to do this. And I started to wear a short tie, only on Saturdays, but uh, okay. I, I would do that. 
and it was a it was an interesting look. Um, not the best look for me, but I'm a Zuber in person, so okay. I did it and sold the concept to others. Got how a, did you How did you learn? Online is the is the best thing. YouTube is it should be um, the best friend for anyone trying to learn how to do anything, mm-hmm. um, and that's what I, I went to. There are people, and I'm there's some horrible websites or uh, horrible YouTube uh, videos, but there are also some really good people that you can go through. Um, I oftentimes shut the audio off so that I don't have to hear a lot of people, and I just follow what they're doing. Yep. And uh, I stay away from mirrors when I'm tying my ties. Really? Yeah. It's, uh, I know what my hands are doing. And uh, it's, the mirror oftentimes distracts people. And it becomes exactly what uh, we had talked about earlier with the um, trying to make everything look too perfect. Right. Yeah, uh, but that's almost doing it with your eyes closed, in a sense. Sure. Isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, well, yeah, I guess with your eyes closed. and. But we know what our hands are, are doing, and we it's, I don't look have to look at my, my hands to tie my shoes. Um, I don't have to do any of that because I know what my hands are doing. It's just, um, it's memory. It's our muscle memory. What do you try to say with your tie? Um, About yourself, I guess. Well, it's a, I don't ever want to be the same. I don't want to be a, a cookie cutter of anyone else, so... My ties have to, they represent who I am. And some days I'm dull and boring. Some days I am far from. Um, and so, and that's really what I want with my tie is my tie shows how I'm feeling for that day. Do you ever do it inversely where maybe you wear something that picks you up or? Um, yeah. And, and I've actually changed ties throughout the day as well to, because my, my mood has changed. You just and have one like a spare in your pie. So no, you've got one in your pocket. Now. No, actually that's a, that's a, it's actually a pocket square. Oh, okay. Um, cause I, I'm not wearing a tie today, so I'm, I need a little bit of color. So that's my, my color for the day. Okay. Um, no, it's a, I've, I've bought ties. So I've gone to work and I, I'm like, yeah, no, this isn't what I like, so I'll buy something brand new that this kind of jumps out and and screams, this is this is the way that that it needs to be today. So let's talk about that. Uh, when what do you look for in a tie? So for me, for a tie, um, I it's bright colors. Um, it has to go with my closet um, as well. Um, my, the tie ties in the jacket and the shirt that I'm wearing. So it either needs to have a little bit of both of those or it has to be a contrasting tone where the little color wheel from when you were a kid, whatever's on the opposite side of the color wheel looks great with it. And so I oftentimes will do that. Um, do you have a color wheel in your... No. It's, you just yeah, it's, in my, it's, in, it's in my head. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I actually, it's one of the things I've taught is I did teach art for a little bit. Uh, not well, but for me, it's, it, yeah, it's it's there. And I, I try to bring all of that into into what I'm, what I'm doing. Yeah. If every day is different sort of for you or you're trying to match it with your mood, how many ties do you own? Um, I, I gave a, a competition to one group of students when I had a, I was, full-time in schools and I said to them if you can spot when I wear a different tie um, you'll get some prize and I don't even remember what I did but I, I think I had candy or something right 
Um, and I was able to go um, at that point um, until Christmas without wearing some the same. And the only reason why I wore something the same is I forgot. And so, and I have colleagues that have more. I, I have a friend that uh, he's been in this business for now about 25, 30 years, and he's only ever thrown out one tie. Really? He, he has boxes of ties underneath his bed. So how many estimate would that? Are you talking he's, thousands? He's in the thousand range. I'm I'm not. I like to throw things out. Um, I'm in I'm in the hundreds range, but um, I throw things out. Right now the ties are not they're nothing like they used to be. They're a lot narrower, so I yeah. get rid of them. I don't have the space. Do you have a tie ritual in the morning? No, no, no ritual. It's uh, it, oftentimes I have two little kids, so I'll look at them and say, okay. Um, what do you, what do you think that I should wear? And they actually kind of help me with my mood. If I'm feeling blah, yeah, I just grab, uh, I have little hangers that I have all of my ties hung on and I go to my boring hanger and, and, that, and that's the way that, uh, my outfits go. Do your friends identify you as, you know, a tie guy? In the store, definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm the person that is, um, if people need to learn how to do a, a different knot or they need something, they want something that is contrasting in tone, I'm the person that people will go to. Um, there are other people in the store that can tie a bow tie, but I'm always the person that people will go to, partially because I'm, I'm, I'm a teacher as well. But yeah, I, I do, people uh, do identify me that. And when customers come into the store, they identify me as a Thai person. What do your students think? Students, they think that I'm, uh, right now, as a substitute, I, it's hard to tell. Um, but when I've had my own classroom for extended periods of time, they will come up and say, oh, it's, it's nice that you're, you're wearing something that's not super casual. And I seem to get a little more respect than if I just went in like a, a polo and a, and a pair of jeans. Someone's going to get into ties. What, what are you going to tell them? If this is something um, they want to learn and incorporate into their... So if you're going to get into ties, um, you your start? best thing to do is get ties. Go out, buy a few, wait for sales, get, get, as, get a few different looks and find your personality with the tie. Um, if you're trying to force uh, people to think of you in a certain way, if you're not eclectic, don't do eclectic ties. If you are a, a casual person and you're trying to have a lot of bold, bright things, people are going to look at that a little bit odd. So you just have to work with who you are. And once you find that, um, life, is, life is a giggle. Thanks a lot, Matt. I really appreciate this. Not a problem. And that's it for episode two of the Passion Project podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Matt for talking to me. My name's Mark. And if you want to follow me on stuff, I am the Nameless Avenger pretty much everywhere that social media exists, except for Twitter, just Nameless Avenger there. Shoot me a line if you got a weird hobby or a passion, maybe, that you want to share. Love to hear from you. And I will talk to you in the next episode.